1: What is your biggest pet peeve on the road? 651-641-1071. What is your biggest driving pet peeve? That's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Hello. Uh, what is your biggest driving pet peeve or your biggest pet peeve on the road? 651-641-1071. Because once again, Minnesotans, um, we just apparently refuse to understand the damn zipper merge. Why Why this time? Well, because of life. But the Eden Prairie Police Department has put out a news, news release uh, yesterday, actually. Quote, it's time for all drivers to learn how to do the zipper merge. We're talking about it again because you know why? People don't know how to do it and the reason why it's important now is because there's so much road construction going on and listen to people complain about traffic Mm -hmm. one of the major reasons why is because Minnesotans suck at doing the zipper merge I don't
0: understand why this is so hard for people
1: I don't either and I will just say uh, it is one of my biggest pet peeves when people don't understand the zipper merge even bigger or just as big because I do enjoy the zipper merge is the crusty earth looks that people will give you when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and using the open lane all the way to the end yeah. and then zippering in. That's what the That's zipper mer- merge is. Exactly. 651-641-1071, what's your biggest pet peeve on the road? We've got Jonathan on the line. Hi, Jonathan. Jonathan, what's your biggest pet peeve on the road?
0: Oh, my goodness. When people honk at me to take a right on red. Oh, what I see. There might be a pedestrian or something. Yes. I want to be like, hold your horses.
1: Everybody chill. I'll do it when I can do it. Right. Thank you, Jonathan, for your call. Let's go to Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Brenda, what is your biggest pet peeve on the road?
2: Well, I have a lot of them, but probably my biggest one is if you're driving in the left lane and somebody is going either below or the exact speed limit, it's like, move over. Just move over. You've got a line of cars behind you that want to pass you, and they just think, nope, I can just be in this lane, and they just stay there. Yeah,
1: that's not what that lane is for.
2: No. Move.
1: I'm with you, Brenda. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Trish. Hi, Trish. Hi. Trish, what's your biggest pet peeve on the road? My
2: pet peeve is when you're entering... A freeway via an entrance ramp and it says to form two lines and people straddle the middle.
1: Oh yeah. You know what and, and you and no, like you totally know why they're doing it because it's metered right. and they're trying to they the better lane. Exactly. And I'm a terrible I'm a terrible lane picker. Uh so I understand that, but what you have to do is get in a lane and then accept the consequences of your choice. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's not really that big a deal, is it? Right?
1: I mean right. it's not yeah. Thank you, Trish. Uh, it's a matter of minutes, seconds, really. Let's go to Nikki. Nope, let's not go to Nikki. She she left us. Uh, here's one of my big pet peeves is how are people not able to use roundabouts yet? How so? Like, the rule is this. When you're on the outside of the roundabout, your job is to wait. Yep. And on the inside of the roundabout, their job is to keep moving. Oh, Yeah. But you always get like one or two people, not always, but occasionally you'll get that person who like stops in the roundabout. Oh,
0: don't do that! Keep and tries moving. to keep wave moving. a person in. You have in. to commit when you're in a roundabout. Yes. Just go. It is
1: an effective. Uh, it is an effective. What's the word? Effective traffic management tool.
0: Yeah, and we and should it's be better than having to sit there and stop at stop signs and stoplights constantly. Exactly. Just keep moving.
1: Penny sent us an email. She said, throwing chicken wing bones out the window. Who's doing that? I know, that's my
0: question. Don't throw anything out the window, my lord.
1: I know, right? Keep a garbage bag in your car. Let's go to Denise. Hi, Denise. Denise, what is your biggest driving pet peeve?
2: Um, you know, I drive the speed limit because I used to speed and I got some traffic tickets and my car insurance went way high, so... I drive in the slow lane, and I drive the speed limit, but I have people that get on my mm. rear, rear end. Give me the finger. Mm. And actually, just this past week, someone passed me and was yelling at me through his window and threw something out <gasps> and cracked my windshield. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, that's it's, terrible. It's like, come on. I'm driving the speed limit. I'm not going to. I mean, do you want to pay my insurance, or do you want to? pay my tickets just let me let me live
1: (laughs) yeah let me
2: drive i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing just come on thank you denise
1: i do think that we could all just be a little bit more patient with each other on the road oh for sure Um, especially
0: now i am such a i do not speed anymore i do not run um, in and out of traffic like I used to, I'm like, let's just all take one deep breath and get there when we get there. Well,
1: that's the thing that's also, so frustrating. you don't need to be
0: anywhere anymore. Yeah, in a hurry anyway. It's so true.
1: It's so true. Uh, let's go to ann Hi, ann ann Yes. What? Hello. What's your biggest driving pet peeve, van?
2: It just literally happened to me a few minutes ago. So when you're, you've got your turn signal on whether you're trying to merge or you are trying to switch lanes and you can, you've clearly got your turn signal on, but instead of letting you in the driver in the other lane mm. speeds up to mm-hmm. avoid you getting in and blocks you.
1: It's the worst. The
2: what worst. is that? It's we're not
1: in a race. No, it's, you know, Minnesotans are passive aggressive drivers That's and
2: there's sure. no Minnesota nice.
1: That's on the road. so true. And thank you so much for your call. Thank you. I will also say, cause we've been traveling a lot as a family in other States. Mm hmm. People, it's like the Autobahn, like there's no regard for the speed limit at all. And I will be going like a full 10 miles per hour over the speed limit and people will zip past me. It's unbelievable. It happens in Minnesota too. I just have noticed it in other states. What's your biggest pet peeve, Brad?
0: Um, It's the zipper merge. The fact that people don't still understand how to do this and that they get frustrated when you do what you're supposed to. It's so ridiculous. so frustrating.
1: Everybody, learn how to do the zipper merge. Remember, wasn't there a song about it like two years ago on a commercial? They had like a zipper merge song.
0: Yeah, I feel like we played it, didn't we?
1: (laughs) Or did we write it? (laughs) I I don't remember anymore. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised
0: if we did a parody or something.
1: Right? Uh, Let's go to Gina. Hi, Gina. Gina, what is your biggest pet peeve on the road?
2: It seems absolutely inevitable that when there is a merge sign, people will yield and when there's a yield sign, people will merge.
1: There's a merge sign, people will yield. Yes, that's true. Yes, and Absolutely. a yield sign, people will merge. Thank you for your. That's a. That is a. I'm I have to think about sure that I one. Understand that one. Thank you, Gina. Uh, so, like when when there's a yield sign, people won't stop and yield to traffic. They'll just like push their way in. Yeah. And when there's a merge sign, people will slow down. And let the traffic go. What yes.
0: I will say is if you are getting on the freeway, you need to um, not slow down the flow of traffic. So if you can't get on the freeway without slowing down this you know, the flow of traffic, then you're doing something wrong.
1: Like I always say, that's called an acceleration lane for yeah. a reason. You're yeah. supposed you're supposed to, you're supposed to be accelerating. Well, we have to accelerate ourselves to the break because when we come back, Paul McGuire Grimes is here to tell us what we should be watching this weekend. Paul from Paul's trip to the movies coming up after this on My Talk one oh seven one. Every Friday, we like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching this weekend. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, Paul McGuire Grimes, hello. Hello.
3: It's always great to be here.
1: And we're always glad to have you. So uh, tell us what should be streaming on our televisions this weekend. Oh, my gosh. Or what we should be checking places. out in theaters as well.
3: Yeah, you know, it really depends on what you're in the mood for. The first thing I want to bring up is a new family movie. It's called Luca. It's the latest from Pixar, and this is streaming exclusively on Disney+. It's about a young boy sea monster named Luca who lives under the sea and one day gets pulled ashore and finds out he can turn into a human when he's on land. And that's when he and his new best friend Alberto form this really close friendship and explore the Italian Riviera together, trying to keep their identities a secret.
1: Ooh. I do not know anything about this movie. I know movie. nothing about it either. Now I know slightly more. Uh what, what, what like what's it, I mean okay so what's exciting about this movie? Like what, you know, what what are we uh besides the plot that you just explained?
3: Um, yeah. So we've got Jacob Tremblay as the voice of Luca. We've got Jack Dylan Grazier, who you may recognize in like human form as his best friend. And then Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan play Luca's parents. And they're really funny. So this movie, you know, Over Pixar, is more, I would say on their, you know, lighter end. It's not gonna like change the game of animation. It's not gonna like blow you away with a story like some like, up or inside out or stuff like that. But it's a really sweet little fable that I think that there's, it kind of packs a punch under the surface. Kids, you know, they will love the humor. You know, we find Luca learning how to walk and ride a bike and eat spaghetti because he ends up like trying to train for a triathlon. But, For me, there was really this deeper subtext with how they write about their friendship and how close they are. And, you know, the villain in the movie says at one point, everyone's disgusted by you. You are monsters. And that, in a way, hit home for me as a gay man. And this coming out in June, you know, there's you can make comparisons to Call Me By Your Name a little bit. Like, I think that there's more to this than just two kids that are friends I think you know like the, there is this gay subtext to it whether they want to admit it or not it's, it's there and then you also have Luca trying to figure out how to face his fears and anxieties and kind of accept who his true self is
0: well I will say the New York Times review was Luca calamari by your name
2: <laughs> sure, they well, obviously oh, okay, saw the comparison
3: <laughs> right and do you remember who directed call me by your name Luca Gardinio.
2: So, like, maybe you know, my
3: tin foil hat, you know, like my—it's my. Well, you've come to the on, right but... place. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I don't think that kids will get that angle by any means, and but I think as adults, and I think depending on what you bring, like any movie, what you bring to the table, you will see. I've seen other people tweet about how their kids have loved learning how to face their fears by watching this movie or, you know, being adventurous. I saw that other angle. So I think that it plays on a variety of really personal obstacles without um, making it overly strong. You know, a, a lot of it's subtle, I will say. You
1: know, here's one of the things that I've been um, appreciating about what, what Pixar has been doing that is different from what Disney did when we were kids, like Disney movies manipulated your emotions and uh taught you about the cold hard reality of life in in a pretty like pretty straightforward way pixar does this sort of like gentle psychology (laughs) right that 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 sort of worms its way into kids heads so they're dealing with some themes a little bit earlier but not Mm -hmm. in ways that are too aggressive for them to handle yeah Right, Right. so I do kind of like this idea of like an adult movie that adults understood, sort of Mm -hmm. being repackaged. Whether or not that's how it happened, in a way that's easy for kids to digest.
3: Yeah, and I think you you know when you watch it, you'll it's Pixar. They're great with animation. I don't think that it's as like. Eye-popping as you know, Finding Nemo. You know, you got these two Pixar movies that are essentially Under the Sea Adventures, and and Finding Nemo was gorgeous. Luca is a little bit more simpler. It isn't that it isn't as strong that way as some of the others. And I think that's okay. I think Pixar has had so many masterpieces that every time you see a Pixar movie, you're like, well, that's not as good as the other one. We're like, it doesn't have to be, you know, not everything is going to be Toy Story or Inside Out or Soul or Finding Nemo or Incredibles. It can just be like an onward or a good dinosaur that has a good message in it. And by the end, you will probably be in tears. I mean, they know how to, like, pull up the heartstrings strings just a bit at the end. They're like, oh, I see what you did there, Pixar. How many ticket stubs? Three and a half out of five ticket stubs. This is on Disney Plus right now. Good voiceover work in it, too.
1: All right. So, uh, you've brought us two other offerings I want to make sure we have time for. The first one, this, this name
3: confuses me. Okay. Hit- Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> yes. This is an action comedy sequel. So you may remember a couple of years ago, there was a movie called The Hitman's Bodyguard, where now this one is about the hitman's wife's bodyguard. So Uh essentially it's Ryan Reynolds who is called in to, um, Aid with Samaha to find her hitman of a husband, played by Samuel L. Jackson, who has been um, captured by the mafia. And you also have Antonio Banderas in it as the main villain who wants to have this large scale cyber attack to destroy Europe's infrastructure. So everything about this movie is over the top. And I actually prefer this one over the original. I think that the sequel is way better than the first one. What, what's oh, wow. so much better about it, do you think? Okay, so for me, like the first one I thought was a little bit lazy. Where it's seemed like they were just playing on Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson's brands. It just felt like your standard action comedy buddy cop type thing. Where with this one, giving Salma Hayek, like in being her, having her kind of be this equal part of the triangle... Let's all three of them be funny. And she plays into her brand. And everything is amped up much it is bigger. Everyone's acting is a little bit more heightened. The action scenes are huge. Like, there isn't one scene where there isn't an extra joke, an extra punchline, extra gag or tumble just to make people laugh. The woman behind me was laughing the entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Was that annoying? So you Something liked, tells me that was uh, annoying. But it was a little annoying in a way because I was like, well, it's not that funny. Like, this isn't comedy gold. It's just that they're all three having a lot of fun and are working really well together. And then Morgan Freeman's also into it. And even his casting and the real deal of his characters, like, okay, like, uh, this movie knows it's absurd. It knows it's playing on the genre. They even comment on other movies that it's riffing on. So I kind of dig that about it. Like, it knows what it's doing and knows what the audience wants and plays into that. So if you like these three actors and their brands, you will get a kick out of this movie. How
1: many ticket subs for this one?
3: Three and a half out of five, because it's one hour and 40 minutes, and I mean, that's... I
1: love moment. that comes, length. That's perfect. Right? Yeah. Especially
0: from... Nobody like wants yeah. two hours anymore. Right, and that's... Unless a- it's six uh, no. episodes of an hour-long show.
3: I will say... Two- or a new Beatles documentary coming to Hulu on Thanksgiving. i drop that i oh, don't
0: need to give Holly something else to obsess <laughs> over.
3: <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, let's let's get to that. Oh, shoot. Nope, we can't. I'm so sorry, okay. Paul. I just looked That's at the time. Okay. But the, the other okay. one, just real quick, in like 10 seconds or less. Physical,
3: physical on Apple, Rose TV. Bird, Elite, Apple TV. Apple TV Plus, the first three episodes, I'll be talking about it on Twin Cities Live and have my interviews with Rose Byrne on Twin Cities Live. Though. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Thank you, Paul McGuire Grimes. Thanks for having me. Uh, for thank all. you so much. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Uh, make sure you follow Paul on all the social media platforms He's there for you. He's got great interviews, et cetera. And watch him on Twin Cities Live. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 1071. Dumb, dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy stupid idiots.
3: Well then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot.
0: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh. Sometimes in other
1: places, other places. Like?
0: Like the United Kingdom. Ooh,
1: we're going. International.
0: Yes, I need to tell you about something that happened recently to a transit van that didn't know how to park.
1: The van didn't know how to park or the person driving well, the it? the person, okay. I mean,
0: to be clear, the person that was actually in the van didn't know how to park it and parked it um, in in a poor fashion. um. In a way that got in, in the, um, how can I put this? They parked it, not necessarily illegally, but in a way that um, the owner of uh, the farmland that it was parked on could not maneuver around. So it created a an obstacle. Okay. Um, which you know that sucks, right? And yeah, when you find out why this person parked their van uh, incorrectly. I mean, it just adds insult to injury. It turns out that the owner uh, was headed off to the local pub, so he couldn't even be bothered to park correctly in an attempt to go get a pint of something. Well, that didn't sit well with the owner of the land on which the vehicle was
1: parked. I could imagine.
0: And therefore, the farmer got his revenge. Let's just put it that way. And that leads... I mean, I guess you can say the crazy stupid idiot is a number of people in this story, first among them the person driving the van who yeah. parked illegally. But then the the farmer did something to exact his revenge or frust- uh, meet out his frustration on the driver. And that is what earned this particular story its crazy stupidity, its status.
1: He went potty in the driver's
0: seat. Well, even worse. He didn't just go potty on the driver's seat. He covered the entire vehicle
1: in, in potty. Potty his own. No. I mean, because that's impressive. <laughs> that's, I was with you, Molly. I was like, "Wow,
0: very <laughs> impressive." Or you'd have to employ some sort of. He
1: ate some chili. <laughs>
0: <laughs> employ some kind of
1: premeditation uh, device
0: mm. that sprayed uh mass quantities. No, in fact, he dumped a bunch of animal schmiesies slurry. It's called slurry.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know it had manure, a cute name.
0: <laughs> manure, uh, liquid manure. Basically doused the car, frosted the cake with a manure slurry.
1: Um I got a question about so that. So when
0: the guy came back, his car was covered in duty.
1: How, how do, what then what happened I mean, like I have so many questions. If I came back to my car and it was covered in slurry, as you said so sweetly, I don't know what I would do first do you I mean do you call the cops are you like this guy on my car he
0: this guy arrived back to find his car covered in schmices and then was like what's the deal and the farmer's like well you were blocking my you know the entrance to my field and he's like oh well I'm sorry I shouldn't have done that And the guy was like oh okay well I'll spray off your van
2: and then he cleaned it off for him
0: hosed down the van and then they had a good chuckle okay (laughs) then they went back to the pub and had a drink
1: oh Together. Is that true?
0: Yeah. Huh. I, mean, see, I like the happy ending to that story. Sometimes you can resolve your, you know, uh, issues with, with a, a pint. A
1: little and some beer. Yeah,
0: and a big hose.
1: Schmices, a pint, and a big hose. <laughs> That's a chapter in my autobiography. Uh, we are actually going to stay international. Look at Ooh, that. What country? We're going to the Ukraine.
0: The Ukraine. So from the U.K. to the Ukraine. Exactly.
1: We're going to Kharkiv?
0: Sure. Okay. I've never been. All right.
1: We're going to meet Alexander Kudle and Victoria Pustovitova.
0: That sounds like a Russian name. Say
1: that five times fast. Uh, They are a couple, and uh, they were having some troubles. And so they decided that the way that they were going to try to... um, get along and save their marriage was to handcuff themselves together for 123 days okay and they did they had a unity uh, uh they they had like a unity uh ceremony when they first got handcuffed together in front of a monument in ukraine called the unity monument um and uh, they said, from here on, we're going to do 123 days. We're going to be handcuffed together. We're going to try to repair this relationship. And when I say they were handcuffed together, I mean they did everything together. So think about your daily life and the things that you do and some of those things maybe you don't want your partner present for. Like when you're going to the bathroom, yeah. etc.
0: Yeah, that they would
1: not be fun. we were chained together for 123 days. Would you like to know how that turned out?
0: Uh, yes,
1: at the exact same were monument. They both alive? Uh, their relationship isn't. Let's oh. just put it that way. At the same monument where they were chained together, they had a bolt cutter uh, unchained them from each other, and they literally went their separate ways right there. They were oh. like, "This is dumb. This relationship is dumb. I hate it. I'm out of here." One of them said, "We were happy." And now we are happy to have had this experience in our lives. And that's the end. Thank you.
0: So they, well, I mean, at least you can say they tried. Like, there's no way they could deny that they didn't try.
1: I don't, I'm going to just be real honest. Um, I don't know that the answer to we're having difficulties is going to the bathroom together. Yeah. Et cetera. I don't know that this seems like the most logical. There are there are better ways. There are so many better ways. So should you think this is a great idea, don't do it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I would never in a million years want to be tied to anybody.
1: However, they did break both the Ukrainian and the world record for most time spent chained together as a couple.
0: Oh, so they got some sort of medal or something?
1: Uh, They got a certificate. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Kudos. Yeah, congrats to them. All right, Bradley, where are we going now? Crazy
0: stupid idiots. Okay, we were in Ukraine. Now mm-hmm. we go to Long Island, wherein I would like to tell you about a guy who was arrested for driving with a suspended license. Now, this is a spot the crazy stupid idiot because this particular guy got his most recent uh, infraction after uh, driving with a suspended license Um, following a traffic violation. This is Gilbert Cantris. He is 55. He is from Brentwood, and he was taken into custody on Tuesday morning and charged with aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle.
1: Aggravated? He was angry.
0: Apparently. That's weird, though, that he was actually arrested. But remember I said it's kind of spot the crazy stupid idiot?
1: I love these. It's like a game. It's like, where's Waldo? So,
0: um... You know, you think, okay, he was arrested for driving with a suspended license. Bad idea. Don't do that. There's only one problem. This was not the first time that he was arrested for driving with a suspended license. And it wasn't the second time.
1: Was it the third?
0: It was neither the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 through 98 because this was the ninth time he'd had his license suspended
1: 99 times Okay who at, How what, old is he again
0: At what point 55 At what point does somebody else not have to be held accountable for this Like
1: this is obnoxious
0: Right like what else can we do here after, like, time number 25, I'd be like, okay, so what other thing can we do to hold this individual accountable,
1: right? I'm As much as I'm curious about this moment, I'm so curious about all the other things that happened. The 98 other times he had his license yeah. suspended. Yeah, exactly. Was it always for the same reason? We don't know. don't know. I don't know why I'm asking. I don't
0: have a list. All I know is that he was previously arrested, or not arrested, previously arrested cited for driving with the suspended license 98 times this was the 99th
1: okay well is it the 99th time a charm i don't
0: know i mean what else can you do that's the thing i mean i guess you could lock him away for years that doesn't seem like the most i mean i just feel like there's got to be a better punishment for somebody who's been allowed and also the people that are arresting him should be punished because like right? what is this what good is this doing at this point Except taking, you know.
1: Where was that again? That,
0: that was in New Jersey.
1: Okay. Keep your eyes peeled in New Jersey. There's a guy who shouldn't be driving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Watch out for him. And he's angry. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show each and every day at 2.45, we play a very fun game. That game is called The Throwback. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk one oh seven one.